British travel writer Anna Richards has been on this show before, but we thought we'd speak to her again to discover the atmosphere in France at present. Anna lives and works in Lyon. What a beautiful city that is. But she spent last week in Paris. So how does the city of love do Christmas, we wondered. Great to catch up with you again, Anna. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me on the show again, Graham. Now, I know you're in Lyon right now, but you were in Paris just the other week, and I'm curious, how do the Parisians do Christmas? I think it'd be terrific, wouldn't it? It's it's really impressive. I mean, Paris is uh, is often called the the city of lights, anyway, and um, the the Christmas lights that are up all over Paris are really spectacular. I mean, this time going back to Paris, I I, I go quite regularly for right. various projects. Um, we we hired a scooter and um, we we sort of sped all under you know kind of all of the the Christmas lights going around central Paris, and it was it was absolutely fantastic. Did they do anything um, specific with the Eiffel? Uh, do you know what? I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't see because... Yeah, when you live there, you don't need to look I've at done, it. I've done so many times that yeah. we didn't sort of go out of our way to see it. But yeah. but actually, we've just had a big festival in Lyon this weekend yeah. um, that happens annually sort of at the start of, of December, which in terms of lights is much more impressive than Paris. And it's oh. called the, the Fête des Lumières. Okay. Um, which means lights festival, and are you tourists descend on Leon en masse for this festival, um, and for four days you've got uh, lights projections all over the city, sort of on the big basilica, in the park in Leon, um, on all of the old buildings, um, and it's a really big show. So Paris's permanent lights are spectacular, but for sort of an actual festival marking the occasion, the Fête des Lumières in Leon is is really something special. Oh, that sounds. Are they do- something similar in uh, like they light up the opera house with projection yeah well that's exactly what it is in Lyon and I believe okay. it's the biggest lights festival in Europe so yeah it's it's it's, it's quite the occasion around it's a uh, it starts on about the 8th of December each yeah. year and it does it have food attached to it oh there's always food attached to these sorts of, sorts of things in France so you, <laughs> um, you ramble the, around the, and- Eat at yeah. markets or something? Uh, yeah, so the, the main thing that you will get um, all around the Christmas period in France about the Christmas markets and uh, any of these kind of light shows or anything that's going on is uh, a lot of mulled wine, vin chaud, being sold on every sort of street corner. You get a lot of roasted chestnuts as well. So, you know, you get that kind of really sort of perfumed smell of chestnuts yeah. roasting on the streets. You've got yeah. that all over the place. And crepes is the other big thing that, that you okay. get sold on the streets a lot as well. Oh, it sounds magnificent. I'm watering at the mouth just thinking about it, actually. Do the the locals obviously partake as well as the visitors? Yes. Um, although I have to say, this year was probably the year that I felt uh, the, the most local <laughs> since I've arrived in Lyon. It was my, my fourth year doing the Fête des Lumières, and I missed almost the entire thing, which is very, very Lyonnaise to do, because, you know, when you go first, like, the first time as a tourist, you go and you religiously see absolutely every illumination. Right. The thing is, I was in Lyon the whole time, um, and I was out in Lyon as well, you know, going to bars and going to friends' places, and I just managed to miss the vast majority Majority of it, which uh, makes me feel really local, but it's a bit of a shame. Just going to ask: Is Christmas a home celebration? Americans have Thanksgiving, so for them, often Thanksgiving is more important than Christmas in terms of getting the family together. What's the what's the habit in France? It's very much a home celebration, and the the way that it's celebrated depends on the part of the the country that you're in as well, because there's a lot of regional variation. Um, Just before I went to Paris, I was in eastern France in a place called Nancy. 
And that was that was really interesting because they've got a different celebration that um, is more important than Christmas, which is um, St. Nicholas Day, which right. is fairly widespread sort of around Central Europe, around the Netherlands as well. They celebrate St. Nicholas Day a lot. But that happens... St. Nicholas Day is on the 6th of December. Okay, and um, St. Nicholas is... We would call Santa, wouldn't we? He evolved into Santa, yes. Right. So he, I suppose okay. he was kind of the, the original Santa. He was a, yeah. a Turkish <laughs> bishop that is debatable whether he like actually travelled very much in his lifetime. But after his death, you know, the stories about him really, really travelled. But he was the original, well, St. Nick Santa Claus. Okay. And in eastern France, similar to in so Germany and Austria and in the Netherlands, there are big celebrations for St. Nicholas Day. But there's a, the, the, the celebrations in eastern France are, are, are wild. They're really interesting because St. Nicholas comes with this this nemesis who is a, a butcher who basically chops up children. Oh, um, so, <laughs> so they do these the big <laughs> <laughs> so they do this big lights show showing the story about the butcher chopping up kids and oh. putting them in a salting pot. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh. And and that's bigger than Christmas in, in Eastern France. That okay. was really interesting to see. I hadn't done that before. Well, over here. Parents pay to have their kids sit on Santa's knee and have a photograph taken. I can't imagine the kids would be rushing <laughs> for St Nick. Well, Graham, this will make you laugh because um, mm. tomorrow I'm actually um, playing the role of Mère Noël or Mother Claus um, at a French uh, children's Christmas party. Oh, fantastic. Um, And I don't quite know how I managed to rope myself into this and um, Mother Claus is going to have um, a very strange accent. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm regretting it already. <laughs> oh, you know, I got conned into that at my granddaughter's kindergarten but yeah, well, <laughs> i'm only 31 <laughs> yeah i know i'm i'm thinking this is a very youthful uh, uh mother mother christmas so yeah mother christmas in her prime yeah oh well that's fantastic so <laughs> your but your family back in the uk still you're not whipping back for christmas are you i am yes yeah okay. um i'm uh, we're, we're making quite quite a long journey to visit my my boyfriend's family in central france and then go back to cornwall and spend christmas um and new year's with my family fantastic. um so it's a lot of travel time with a very energetic dog but he's chomping at the bit to, to go what do you just put him in the car and drive or how do you go yeah yeah we drive and then then get the car ferry over to to the uk so it's it's a long trip round. but i think that living abroad i I, i'm not sure i'll ever be allowed to miss christmas in the Mm. uk i think that when you move away but you're not so very far away that's kind of the non-negotiable that everyone expects to have you back at christmas i heard from um some family uh, relatives who are going over to the uk that the New Year's Eve train from London to Paris is something like $1,200 a seat. Does that sound right? Sadly, it does, because uh, when we were booking ferries to go back to the UK, it was was ridiculous. uh, And fireworks for that? (laughs) <laughs> I highly doubt it. You probably get a tepid coffee and grumpy service. Um, <laughs> so it's just supply and demand, is it? I think it's just supply and demand. Sadly, wow. you need to book really, really early to, to be doing that journey. I mean, there's so many French people living in London as oh, well. Right. So I think that this route just becomes hugely popular over the holidays. Oh, I love, I love the DGV. I think it's a fabulous train. I'm, I wish we could buy it and bring it down here, but. Um, you know, that seems like an awful big lick. It'd be cheaper, surely, to go and fly. 
Yes, and I I do uh, something that I do struggle with a bit is that you know I try not to fly in Europe, but I think that because of supply and demand and because Eurostar has such a monopoly yeah. on the train routes, I do think that the train lines capitalise on that, which mm. is a shame on, on you know people trying to travel in a greener way. And and Macron has actually uh, told the French that they should. Uh, catch a train rather than fly yeah yeah well a few months ago flights domestic flights of under two hours were were, well they were banned if there was a good alternative of under two hours by by road or rail yeah um which was a really good step in the right direction but but the problem is that you know when when you look at flights between say the uk and france they are almost always significantly cheaper than the trains so it's i I mean you can see why people are still choosing to, to fly you can't really blame people yeah. for for making that choice and honestly you know when i'm forking out lots for a train ticket i often think well you know what what the hell am i doing fantastic so anna would you like would you like to wish our french listeners a merry christmas and a happy new year in the local lingua franca as they call it <laughs> i can absolutely do that so um merry christmas is joyeux noel right and happy new year yeah. uh, bon année well, no, no, I think I've read that on a card somewhere. But uh, well, thank you, thank you so much, Anna. Lovely to chat with you, and we'll look forward to talking with you uh, somewhere in 2024. That was travel writer Anna Richards with Graham Kemlo. This is the Travel Writer Show on J Air 88 FM in Melbourne.